0: It's alive, it's here Feel the electricity It's online, it's near The energy of New York City Take life, make a song Sing it loud like you mean it Take a track, put it on So everybody else can feel it There's room at the top for the sound, they're coming from the radio tower, there's room at the top, for the sound, they're playing on the rolling hour, there's room at the top, For the sound, they're coming from the radio tower, there's room at the top, so look down. You didn't know the music was all around. You were living underground till so you heard it on the rolling hour. You heard it on the running hour. Yeah, you heard it on the running
1: Hey, you are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Matt Attack. We're here every Monday evening at 8 o'clock, bringing you the best of Brooklyn and beyond the boroughs. And this evening, I'm very excited to welcome into the studio Cassie and Maggie from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Woo-hoo! Welcome.
2: Hello- Hello. Hello. Uh,
1: I I've sort of got an ongoing bet about how long it's going (laughs) to take me to like slip back into my Canadian accent.
2: Well, we'll have a bet. We'll we'll try and slip you more quickly because we have money on that bet too.
1: (laughs) All right. Perfect. So Cassie and Maggie are going to be in town for approximately the next 10 days. They're going to be playing a whole series of shows, which we are going to tell you about during the course of the evening. We're going to be sharing music from their most recent release, The Willow Collection. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you are inclined, you're welcome to send us questions via Twitter to at Rodent Hour, or you can send them to at Cassie and Maggie on Twitter. And uh, we will ask whatever... You oh would my. like us to ask? That's a oh my! Game. Wow. It, it it is. There we go. <laughs> oh, Wide open. Okay, so the, the, the first thing I want to I want to do with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. All right. Because again, that whole sort of bit. If I devolve into sort of my Canadian accent <laughs> after having, especially after having lived in Halifax for three years, mm-hmm. um, and now that you've. Spent some time roaming around Manhattan, mm-hmm. and you're starting to feel like New Yorkers. Because oh, yeah. then, so <laughs> the first five are going to be easy. Okay. You're going to explain oh. some Canadian slang. Okay. Ooh. Uh, or Nova Scotia slang, we'll see. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to ask you some questions about New York slang. Oh,
3: my. Oh, okay. This is great. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm ready.
1: What, what do you call the people who come from the city where you live? Halifax.
3: Haligonians.
1: Haligonians.
3: Haligonians. Yeah, that's a so- wild one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, not, not too many people would get that, but no. I, but I knew you would have. Uh, explain to people what a double double is.
2: A double-double. Oh, Tim Hortons is our basically equivalent of Starbucks and a double-double is when you have two creams and two sugars in your coffee. Starbucks is probably generous. It, it
3: was probably more like Dunkin' Donuts I'd say. Oh, you're going to start a feud there. Yeah, I? I, I, I think so. Uh, we, Be careful. <laughs>
1: my, my wife and I have decided that uh, the first indication that a neighborhood in, in Brooklyn or Queens is going downhill is mm-hmm. when the Dunkin' Donuts appears. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. yeah, there's gentrification. Okay, um, <laughs> What what is a Chester field.
2: <laughs> oh, it's, a couch. it's that, a couch. Is that unique to Nova Scotia to the East Coast to Chesterfield? Yeah, I think so. Really? yeah, yeah. Or a sofa for you people
3: who well, don't know I, couch I, either. I, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: I just just in case any of these terms pop up during the conversation right. this evening. Right. I think people, oh, yeah. people need to know because if you say that you wrote one of the songs while sitting on the Chesterfield, yeah.
2: right. drinking a double double. A, people will have no
1: idea what you're talking right.
2: about you're, oh, right oh yeah, yeah
1: okay um what's a toque
2: oh toques are the best they're basically like a beanie a little hat that you can put on if you haven't washed your hair in multiple weeks <laughs> yeah
3: they're great great uh, for on tour uh,
1: <laughs> lifesavers i can imagine they're very
3: fashionable
2: too
1: and then uh a good nova scotia saying mm-hmm. fill your boots
2: oh maggie has That's... to explain this one she says it constantly all the time Well, it's like go ahead
3: and, and just get her done and Figure it out. <laughs> Do it all. <laughs> fill your boots.
2: Go fill ahead. Your, fill your
1: boots. Yeah, right. I'd say. A- and go so when you're in new york city you're going to be filling your boots with live performances.
2: with more boots we passed by some <laughs> incredible shoe stores today it's going to be boots everywhere oh, boots with, inside of boots.
1: which which part of the city were, were you in man if,
2: we covered a lot of ground today we yeah. took the subway into lower the um mm-hmm. lower city and we <laughs> walked around soho and tribeca and then we took the subway again and went up oh to if Central you're Park. looking at
1: boots in there in soho I and know. tribeca
2: it was a dangerous well, game. Yeah, and then yeah. we ended up on 5th Avenue and, and we were
3: like how did this happen? But at least
2: on 5th Avenue, you you know you can't afford anything there. So you you just are looking and you're appreciating the beautiful things. But <laughs> Tribeca and Soho, they kind of like trick you and they say, you know, like they put things in the window that you think maybe maybe I could, maybe this yeah. is for me. <laughs> That's for me. Yeah. And then you go in and you fall in love and it's too late. It's all over. Game (laughs) over. Yeah, blinders have to be on. (laughs) No.
1: Uh, Okay, so now here's the tough part. Okay. After a few hours in the city, (laughs) see how how much you've sort of picked Uh up. Uh okay. All right, let's say say you're waiting to go to a movie or you're waiting to get on the bus. Right. Mm -hmm. Are you standing online or in line?
3: Online or in line? Well, I feel like this is a trick question. Right. I would say in line. Mm-hmm. But I'm not from here, so it's mm-hmm. probably online.
1: It is online.
3: Oh, Ooh, just, my gosh.
1: just so you know, so you know you can no, try. No, that and... is very
3: useful. And use that in a sentence, then, so we right. can learn really well.
1: <laughs> so, so if someone says, you know, maybe they'll call you on the phone, or yeah. you know, what what are you doing? Well, we're waiting online for tickets. Wow! Or we're waiting online at the supermarket.
3: Interesting. You've
2: just blown my world, mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Crazy. Okay. okay so. Next.
1: Um What do you call that big round thing? Italians and we'll put Pizza? pepperoni and sausage. Oh, yes,
3: I, but they call it a pie, right? Oh, oh yeah, hit woohoo! The bell. There you go. There's oh, there's the bell. a bell. Yes, <laughs> yes. perfect. <laughs> uh
1: Another Yes, one. a, oh, a that's, pie.
3: That's great incentive now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so glad there's a bell. All
1: right, so we'll see if. So what do you refer to? What do you call the corner store here uh-huh. in the city? I have you no you idea. probably learned the this deli. from. Mm. Uh, that, that, that that could be mm, a little bit more store. localized did you ever mom watch mom and, and pop or show?
0: Or Sh- store? <laughs> a,
3: a show a bodega a oh.
2: bodega
3: a
1: bodega you're gonna you know you go down you'll get there's,
3: your i would only know that from there's an irish band called bodega sure and that's the only that's the only time i
2: ever heard that in my whole life so
1: <laughs> what about from watching old uh reruns of law and order
2: oh we're anarchists, so we don't really watch that show. I don't know. <laughs> we, we can't handle law or order, no, so that's I mean, just, just off, <laughs> off limits for us.
3: <laughs>
1: you don't want to fall in with that bad crowd of yeah. being... Orderly
3: and, lo- and
2: lawful. Yeah. Okay,
1: <laughs> this is kind of a two-part question. Okay. 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 What are the five boroughs?
2: Oh, no. Boroughs. What's that? Hmm. Okay. Uh, What's uh, Brooklyn is one. All right. This, is, uh, this is
0: is oh, oh,
3: Cassie's okay. going to take a run
2: at
1: it. Yep,
0: Brooklyn's,
2: Brooklyn's one. one. Okay, um, is it
3: all on? Wait, is it all on the New York state side, or just yes. New Jersey count? No, yes. it's okay.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Long Island? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Staten Island is that? What oh my mean? God! Yes. Really? Yes. Queens? okay
3: So we got two. Yes, three.
2: The Bronx? Yes. There's um, four.
3: Well, Manhattan does that count? No. No, that's yes. not a Brooklyn. We,
1: you, you said already that said already? That. Did I say Manhattan? You, you did, and we are... Do we do five? No, you, you've only got four, because where are we right now, radio-free?
3: Brooklyn. Bro- oh, yeah, I said Brooklyn. She said Brooklyn, not Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> <It was laughs> a Canadian Who accent. Whose side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just want to ring the bell,
2: that's all. <laughs> all
1: right, and so which one is the city?
2: Manhattan. Uh, man. Manhattan. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Right, so if someone says, you know, where are you playing? And we're oh, like, oh, okay.
2: oh,
3: we're playing, you
1: know, where's Lovecraft? It's in city. the city.
2: Okay. Okay. Good to know.
3: But then you have to know which part of the city. Uh, Do you? Sure. Okay.
1: Sure cuz cuz then of course, you know, you, you wouldn't say where the shrine was, you wouldn't say it's in the city. You would say it's in Harlem. Right. Okay. But yeah. Even though Harlem's in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um and then Brooklyn specific, forget about it.
2: Forget about it. Forget <laughs> Don't about worry, it. like it's no big deal. Don't yeah. Yeah. No worry. Yeah. 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 I think we're going to be saying that it. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, we we learned a really good one that we can't say Long Island, which is why we were saying you have to say Long Island. Yeah. The G, the G is, is pronounced. It's Long Island. Yeah. It's kind of fun. So we've been saying Long Island. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, yes. Yes. Yeah. There, there are some different things. So, so tell me, how is it that you ended up at the first congregational church <laughs> uh, of Centerport on Saturday and that my wife and I were there and Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. For the, well, for the second time.
2: It's been a, a really long time. We, we met the folks who run the concert series in the Folk Music Society of Huntington about five years ago in upstate yeah, New York in wow. the Catskill Mountains. And we were doing sort of like a showcase event. So they saw us there and they invited us to come play their concert series. And for some reason, our schedules just never worked out right that we were in the, the right spot at the right time until now, like five years later, that we finally made it... To, uh, to play one of their shows, and, and we're delighted that we did. It was such a lovely evening. It,
1: it was. Mm. It, it wasn't. But I think it's great that you kept in touch with them or sort yeah. of kept oh, each yeah. other on the radar for, sure. for, for five years. Mm-hmm. So uh, later on in the show, we're going to play somebody who I think who's from, how do we say it?
3: Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> who, yeah, I've been practicing. I, who
1: I think would be uh, would great there to play mm-hmm. for oh, them. Cool. Uh, oh, cool. Oh, uh, cool. Nice. But we'll, we'll sort of see that. So here's what we're, we're going to do. Um, you're going to be playing at the Shrine, right? That's right. Uh, on the 10th. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think you'll love playing at the Shrine. Yeah, I hope um, so. I it, think it's, so. It's, uh, say, there's a great built-in audience. Fabulous. There's a uh, really, a pre- people who go, mm-hmm. go because they know they're going to hear good music. They're going, that's the reason why you go to Maybe the Shrine. You're
2: nervous, Matt. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay, well, sorry. But, no. um, so here's one, I'm going to, uh, Track from uh, an artist who I saw play at uh, at the Shrine, really and cool. uh, went went over. And then we're going to follow it up with another one of your tracks from awesome. the Willow Collection. Great. And then we'll do some more chatting and talking. And I, I well, I do have one more quiz for you. So, <laughs>
0: awesome! I love the quizzes. <laughs> this is Great. Gypsy
1: Woman by Alejandro Mayola and the Robinsons. <laughs> set by our guests this evening, Cassie and Maggie, from their recent release, The Willow Collection. And before that, we heard Gypsy Woman by Alejandro Mayola and the Robinsones from his EP First Impressions. And uh, that is actually a love letter to New York City or a love letter from New York City to... Alejandro, it's one of my favorite songs of all the guests that I've had, except everything off the World Collection. Uh, (laughs) But I, I, it's a, you can say when he performed it Mm -hmm. uh, up at the Shrine, which is why I wanted to play it. Like it was one of those songs where you could just look around and see people. Going like, all right, uh, this is... Digging it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't nice. know who this guy is because it was the first time he played up there. Oh, really? And it, it's also... So there's similarities that, that I sort of see between Alejandro uh, and yourselves is that what he was doing is making sure he went and played in different parts right. of the city in mm-hmm. different venues. Yeah. Um, because I think if you're going to expand your audience, you have to go to different places yeah right?
3: it's so much more concentrated too in new york you can just kind of skip over a few streets and be in a whole other market
1: yeah exactly or yeah. so here's the here's the schedule and let's see how many of these you remember
3: yeah your own schedule <laughs> oh no this
1: is going <laughs> it's okay so wednesday night uh they're playing at, you're playing at the shrine eight o'clock i believe it's it's early yep. Yeah, okay.
2: one hour, we've got one hour set, eight to nine.
1: Fantastic. And then Friday night is at Spiral Sounds over in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday night is at Lovecraft, which is?
3: In uh, Manhattan. In Manhattan, in the city, on the east side. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> good
1: one. <laughs> yeah. And you, you might even be able to throw in the Lower East Side as well. Lower,
2: lower East, east. Yeah. That sounds side. so chic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> on the Lower, lower East side. side.
1: And then on the 15th. <laughs> Uh, you're playing at the Iona Scottish session yeah, what is it's that be that sounds so fun that sounds really interesting I'm really
2: excited they have a session that's been going on for many years and they sort of have different guests that will come in and host the session mm-hmm. so basically anybody can come um, and play along so Meg and I will be there sort of um, sharing our repertoire of, of Scottish style fiddle tunes but I'm sure there'll be lots of players with many diverse backgrounds yeah, of, of Celtic music so we can have a bit of a jam session and meet some fun. local players I'm really looking forward to
1: it yeah and it's somewhat local but obviously the the subway doesn't go there um you're <laughs> on the 19th you're playing up in Phoenicia right uh which is a gorgeous oh, yeah. uh I've little heard. little setting oh, um gosh, yeah. and then this is way in advance but in September 22nd you are going to be playing at the Earlville Opera House yes. which uh we may see you there because my wife absolutely loves it there oh, uh, really? uh it's a it's uh it's a great Venue. venue. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. You'll, nice. you'll certainly enjoy it.
2: We'll have something to look forward to. It's actually one week before both of our birthdays, that show. So it'll be the last really? chance to catch us before we in our prime. Older. <laughs> 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 so everybody should come to that show for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I wanted this, from a joking standpoint, to start off with, um, the song "Let No Man Steal Your Your mm. Your Time" <laughs> um, and sort of then go to into some language, but there there is there's the different language yeah. of that song in terms of what it means. Right. Yeah. So for for people who don't have it on their playlist and are just listening, it's T H Y M E for okay. "Let No Man Steal Your Time." time. But it, from a modern, almost sort of modern day, it would be like, "Don't waste your time yeah. with some guy." It's very
3: well. Yeah. Cheek. It's it's, yes. it's more. Uh, old time symbolism there. Time used to be represent womanly innocence or just innocence in general. So uh, it was come from a girl who had a very poor experience and she was warning all the other young girls and sharing her own experience. So <laughs> it still applies today, I'm sure. Lots of, <laughs> yeah, lots of I'm hum, sorry. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think anything has changed <laughs> along yes, those lines. Unfortunately, there's some. Sorry, sl- guys,
1: I can't stick up for you more.
3: So, yeah, so slighted <laughs> love. Still a, quite a common occurrence. The best
2: songs always, I mean, you, there's a reason why most songs are about love gone wrong. You don't often hear about love gone right in uh, in or at yeah. least those songs don't seem survive. They don't to survive. have time
3: to write songs when they're Yeah, in love. that's right. They're um, often... Yeah, when they're broken up, they're all alone together. and in a dark corner of a room dark space somewhere and yeah it's, it's easier <laughs> when you're alone to write songs <laughs> It's beautiful it, 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 yeah yeah
1: we, <laughs> we don't why don't we write songs when we're happy
2: yeah uh, too much to do that's the question of the ages you just said it <laughs> out gallivanting
1: so has there ever been a time in your lives where you don't remember music being a big part of it
2: No, No. we're very lucky that way. We grew up in a very musical family. um, And we were always our parents were so great about bringing us to live concerts and dances when we were growing up. So we were exposed to live music constantly. And I think it had such an impact. I we we don't yeah we don't remember I don't remember yeah time. Mm-hmm.
3: our our family was very musical but our parents never played so that was kind of an interesting way to wow, grow okay. up okay yeah so so we had to go out and experience music in live form even though all of our cousins play and our grandparents played uh, when you go out to a live show there's a little bit more you know finesse about it than when it's just at home and your parents are playing or something so not having our parents played made it a little bit more exciting and made us have to go and experience it and visit the, the musicians and
1: but, but when the family got together the extended family there was always music yeah. involved
2: yeah we were very like our cousins um, a lot of them are professional musicians mm-hmm. and in the traditional music world so we would always have a little jam session they were great about encouraging maggie and i when we were young to play a tune or to play along with them And especially as a fiddle player, that's really how you grow your repertoire by playing with other players. And sort of you play the tune one time and you miss most of the notes, but the next time through you get a few more and and so on and so forth. So um, having the opportunity to play with them was really just an incredible opportunity for me as as a young fiddler.
1: Because there would have been some pressure to get it right, but you're also (laughs) in an environment that's very welcoming and very
3: supportive. absolutely. Which is very important because if you get discouraged, I mean, it's such a personal thing, music, Mm -hmm. so you really have to nurture those early days and those early experiences because you can be scarred for life quite easily, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to have some family where you feel a little more at home. Right. and. Yeah, it worked for us anyway.
1: Now, now Saturday night, you played the piano and the guitar, but yeah. you're much more widely...
3: Well, I, I don't get too much of a chance to play the other instruments when we're traveling and on sure. the road. So, Which are? Oh, well, just I dabble on a bit of everything folky. Cassie, Cassie <laughs> plays the clawhammer banjo, too, a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm a beginner, but I love
2: it. Yeah, I mean. but it, I've been kind of...
1: When are you going to break it out for a live show?
2: Ooh. I don't know. I sort of have a goal of, of like, the, it was supposed to be this tour, but it never happened. I don't know. We'll need to negotiate with the airlines whenever they start <laughs> letting us bring more <laughs> instruments, then I'll I'll reconsider. Yeah, a, a
3: fiddle-sized claw hammer banjo.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or just, like, a private jet.
3: Yeah, or that. Yeah. So whichever comes first, <laughs> I'll just wait for that.
2: <laughs>
1: but will you still be expected to fly the private jet, like, as oh, yes. you are with all the I'm driving I'm a really the car? good
2: pilot as well, <laughs> little known fact.
1: But you've got an excellent co-pilot, though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, she's... You made it here, you made it to Long
1: Island, you know, and you made it from there no, to here. No, don't
2: jinx us, the next show. <laughs> we'll be wandering around the shrine for... <laughs> Two hours. Of not where where to is get it? There.
1: 123, one twenty-three.
2: No, one. Is it the R line? <laughs> Blue green.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that makes your shows different than uh, than than seeing other independent artists is that you, for both times I've seen you, try to educate the audience <laughs> at the same time.
2: Yeah. Well, it, that's. We try and present the music that we're playing oftentimes is, is quite foreign to people. Mm-hmm. We sing in Gaelic, which a lot of um, the audience members probably have never heard or heard of. And instrumental music in general is sort of, sometimes can be a little bit alienating to audiences who are used to that singing um, mm-hmm. aspect. So, and especially because we sometimes take for granted the background that we've had growing up with traditional music. I think it's really important to have that context and so people know what, it's not just a sonic experience, but they're taking part in something a little bit bigger mm-hmm. than uh, than us and then and them. Yeah. And the and I, history of the music is such a vital part of it. Yeah.
3: So, our music really has a, a very strong cultural backbone, so we get so many questions about it, we try and address them in the show uh, and and make it part of the show that, that they can experience the culture as well as just listening to our take on the culture, so.
1: Now, now people at, at, at work, who I spoke with today, um, were quite shocked to learn that you, when you said on Saturday that Gaelic is making a comeback.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I took, I took the Gaelic language in high school mm-hmm. Uh, Which you don't... Which really started only happening when I was in grade uh, 10, I think, was the first year for it. And so I went grade 10... And 11, and then I took physics instead of Gaelic in oh. grade 12. And look where <laughs> Big and mistake. Uh,
1: and that's a foreign language in itself as far as <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned, physics.
3: I wasn't as fun, I didn't think. But uh, if I did it again, I'd definitely go back and do grade 12 Gaelic. But uh, I, I've used it so much, and I'm still in touch with my, my high school Gaelic teacher, and I bounce things to her all the time. Bethann McCacken, she's, she's listening. Great. <laughs> Is it, Great in, stuff. in terms
1: of writing lyrics or how it would flow?
3: Um, Yeah, it's mostly to make sure I'm pronouncing everything perfectly because I'm not, I'm not fluent in the language, but I'd love to spend a year in Scotland and maybe uh, be fully immersed in it. But at this time in our career, it's a little tricky to take a whole year off. But that's definitely I've been taking online courses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going very
2: well. (laughs) she's great we listen in the car to the like audio tapes so they'll say in english what the sentence is and then they'll say it in gaelic and you repeat it in gaelic
3: and then they and then they keep going and they will use all the all the ones together and you can get some quite interesting sentences. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: I was actually going to ask you what you are do listen to in in the car.
3: Right. Well, we listen to lots of different
2: stuff. Yeah, we uh, we
1: Like what would be something that people would find well besides learning how to speak Gaelic <laughs> right what, that people would be really surprised to find, but but what music-wise would be
3: Oh gosh. Well, we were uh on tour in Austria and in our- our agent over there gave us a, a USB with like five thousand songs, mm-hmm. so we've been getting through that. And there's a lot of African um, music on there, which is really cool. Great rhythms and things that really translate well, actually, into mm-hmm. the Celtic stuff too. So, and then I'll, if, I'll,
1: if, if I may just put a little plug in because the the gentleman whose show I subbed in for earlier, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. his show is called The Seeds of of Afro. Oh and oh, it's cool. so obviously the music is all based mm-hmm. uh from Africa mm-hmm. and there's some like great absolutely amazing stuff oh, to yeah. listen to that oh, is yeah. that is just not heard mm-hmm. yeah you know,
3: oh yeah absolutely it's uh, difficult to find some some music that is cultural you know mm-hmm. like well like our music too um <laughs> there's also when we went on to spotify to spot spotify <laughs> sense proper spotify uh, some of the <laughs> suggested artists that were <laughs> related to us. Uh, there was a Mongolian throat singing band that they I've been are oh, obsessed really? with.
2: We'll have to send you the link. It's yeah. okay. yeah. so
3: cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> we've got very weird related artists yeah, on so Spotify.
2: Yeah, we're, so we're their brothers on Spotify. Uh, really? Spotify. Yeah. Spot- really? Actually.
3: Spot- Spotify.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: okay, There's you You might also, to, to, to name drop, uh, a, a woman who's from Brooklyn, uh, by the name of Do Perro, oh, who yeah. also has done some of the whether it's a, the same, but Tibetan throat oh, okay. singing. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. And uh, it is; it's it's absolutely yeah. phenomenal yeah. type mm-hmm. stuff.
2: Oh, very interesting. So, yeah. if you, if
1: you have Spotify to to go through, yeah. Um, and well, we'll
2: we'll we'll talk when we'll we conference. play more
1: music. Totally, and then we'll, and right? All yeah, the, yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> so, how would I play? How, how would I say then the next song we're going to play, Sherlock?
3: Yeah, that's Very pretty close, close. Yeah. Shalach. Shalach. Yeah, it's go. got kind of like if you were to think of Loch Lomond. There
2: you go. It's got that same kind of almost like you're clearing your throat theme. a little bit. Shalach, which <laughs> means willow.
3: That's the the Scots ah,
2: Gaelic okay. word for willow.
1: Because there's the whole connection, the theme that runs through every song on the Willow collection.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so this is a, a relatively new Gaelic song that we wrote with the Ga- M- Minister of Gaelic Affairs in, in Nova
2: Scotia. O-
1: only in Nova Scotia, or yeah. maybe Newfoundland as well? Would there be a Minister of Gaelic Affairs? I don't
2: know. Um, yeah, I think Nova Scotia is one Newfoundland's the a little Gaelic more Gaelic Irish. Is, right. So I don't know.
3: I, I'm not really sure with, about the Gaelic in Newfoundland. If
2: you are the Minister of Gaelic Affairs in Newfoundland, please call in. <laughs> we need to talk to you. <laughs> we want to write right a song. Oh,
1: okay, <laughs> we're going to follow it with... Hangman. Uh, no, no, no! Uh, no. Oh. A local band who oh. I think should play uh, out with the uh, the people who you played with on Saturday or played for uh, the folk music society, society of Huntington. Folk music Fabulous. society of Great. Huntington. But okay, but you have to guess the name. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna list four Halifax bands for you. Okay. Oh. And one Uh-oh. New York City band. Oh. And, that, and then Man, maybe you did maybe your maybe, research. No? This is incredible. I'm so yeah. impressed. Uh, um, and so then you have to see if you can figure out who it is. Okay. Okay. Um, so last kick, Panda Fan. Uh oh. Black City Avenger. That seems like that would fit in of the last <laughs> like music we were playing, like Tri City Villains or American Eric. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> you want to so let, let's hear the song and then you can come back and tell me the answer. Right. We'll okay. conference with each other. Yeah. <laughs> we'll conference. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to the we Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn and this is Cassie and Maggie. Do we have an answer?
2: Okay, I'm gonna just make a wild step. Okay. I know Black City Avengers is definitely a Halifax band. I'm gonna say Tri City Villains as well is a Halifax band.
1: Good, good job. Good okay. job.
2: Okay. Yeah, now, I, okay. Yeah, I know.
1: I like the way Maggie's just staying quiet. She's she's gonna come in <laughs> yeah. at the
2: end <laughs> yeah, off the top you rope. you put
3: in the risk and uh, I'll act like I know. Now what's the gonna... other
2: three. I feel like I have heard Panda Fan before, but maybe maybe not. I don't know. I really have no idea. Panda really? Fan.
1: And what's your guess?
3: Yes. Panda it, fan? it
1: is it is Panda Fan. Yes. Yes. And and again, can I
3: ring the bell? Yes, of course. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: um, and that is their 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 song Run to Fight. Oh, cool. Um from their recently released Atlantic Flyways EP. Oh, nice. Um they nice. play up in their they're from where?
2: Long Island. Long, Long Island.
1: Island. Um and but they do go up and, and play in Maine, which is oh, certainly cool. not very far. Very close. Um, mm-hmm. and so uh, if you're coming back in, into town, I think if we can put together a show with yourselves, Alejandro, uh, PandaFan, <gasps> and I'm going to play somebody after as a young woman, Natalie Michelle, who cool. I absolutely adore as as well. Cool. It would be a, it would be an awesome let's do it awesome show. Yeah. So, uh, but PandaFan's going to be playing at Rockwood Music Hall. Oh which oh, yeah. is a fantastic venue. Mm-hmm. You'll probably go by it at some point in your, in your travels.
3: Heard of, I think I've, I've heard it's, of it. Yeah. Is it on our thing somewhere? <laughs> it's I've on been, your thing somewhere, yes. It's on our thing somewhere, maybe, or not. Yeah. And I just... yeah. The, it. The,
1: the people who you know, the Lords of uh, Liechtenstein, mm-hmm. will probably... No. Oh, yeah, I, again, okay. it's a venue that you are going to go to to appreciate and listen to Wonderful. music. Nice. That's great. So, but they're playing there on Thursday, August 24th. Oh gosh.
2: So. We'll put that in our calendar. Maybe yeah, where wherever you'll be <laughs> on
1: Thursday, August 24th at some other Maybe part some of time the... to
2: plan. It's probably
1: <laughs> make it work. We <laughs> sure, we'll, we'll see. So, a, a a question like has your you know, we talked earlier about like telling stories to people, but ha- has your approach to the audience like changed over the years? Did you start out that way?
3: Yeah, well, um, I think it every show is a little different to how we structure it cuz when you're in festival season, people don't want to hear as much talking and they just want to, you know, have a fun time and you just kind of get up there. And some we've been doing some shows at home with with a drummer and mm, those shows okay. don't have as much talking. It just Because with that third person, it, he can kind of go on to the next thing as you're setting something up, and so there's less.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the one thing I, I love about bands, like one long song that you play?
3: Mm. Yeah, um, well you string, string, string yes, three that, or four together. You, yeah,
1: you, you, that you fill the space in between mm-hmm. songs as you transition, Yeah. that will have something with the, with the yeah. drummer and the guitar. Yeah. You'll do something with the fiddle, and then away we go in the next the one.
3: Next
0: I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Thank
3: you. It's a little easier when you have three rather than two. Um, And so we tend – and if it's – show that's more of a folk venue kind of we do a more cultural approach
2: Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of the singer-songwriter fans are really looking for that storytelling aspect as well so you have to be aware of that too and and that's really a lot of people that's what they go to enjoy is that not just the the music but also the personality of the performer and how they can sort of spin a tale and really draw you into the song Mm -hmm. because you can really you can put on a record and listen to uh, you know ten songs in a row but if you have someone there narrating why they wrote it and, and how their, what their connection to the music is. It kind of brings it to another level, right? So. And what
1: you as the the audience member can draw out
2: exactly. of exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure,
3: yeah. So you you adapt your show based on the venue and based on the audience, especially when there's only two of us. We can afford to do it differently. And every go time. off script. No, oh my <laughs>
2: <laughs> unscripted.
3: Call an
1: audible as people might say to use a sports reference
2: oh yeah. you have gone over the our maximum heads there, of yeah. our sports <laughs> sporting <one>. ability <laughs> yeah come
1: on we talked about Sid the Kid uh, well, earlier that's like
2: he's from Nova Scotia well though. of course he's yeah so he's a superhuman hero. oh yeah man he's mm-hmm. really he's really special <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he is maybe we should uh, you know at some point go out to Sunnyvale okay uh, which is a venue which is based on the show Trailer Park Boys oh
2: Oh my gosh. Because, of
1: course, Trailer Park boys love shit to get.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. And Nova Scotia loves the Trailer Park boys, too. It's a big, happy family. Yeah. Well, we all that's, love each other.
1: that's where we can do our gig next time. Oh,
2: oh right. there man. you go. The press release writes itself. It's <laughs> it, it just does. Incredible. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: um, hey, where is the best place for people to keep track of all the gigs, things that you're doing? Um, well, our website, we our website,
2: our website, Cassie and dot com has all of our gigs and all of our dates up there. But we really keep Instagram is kind of our main medium for social media. And we really keep that up to date yeah. with lots of uh,
3: lots of fun pictures. From oh my the God. Road. And in the
1: five minutes that we have left, we're going to have to make sure we get a couple pictures. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We so. got
3: one with Carnegie Hall today. That's yeah, very
2: exciting. And Chanel. How do you,
1: how do you get to Carnegie Hall?
2: Oh, I take the the airline. Well, from where we were.
1: <laughs> practice, practice, practice.
2: Oh. oh, that's what we've been doing wrong all this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's harder. Where that's, did you come up with that yourself? Oh Matt? no,
1: that's an old standard, <laughs> an old standard joke. So, uh, hey, you have been listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We have been visiting with Cassie and Maggie from Cassie and Maggie. Uh, their most recent <laughs> yeah. release. Yeah. Wait, what do we have to do? <laughs> yep.
3: You. Hey. Yep. You uh, I, yeah, hey. I remember that. Nailed it.
1: And uh it's- This is what three years in Halifax does for you. It never leaves you. So um, (laughs) you can find their most recent release, The Willow Collection, uh, at their live shows, which you'll be able to find all about at CassieAndMaggie.com. And uh, I hope you can get out and go see them. Uh, It's tons of fun. There's great stories. There's great music. Uh, It is a great time. We are going to close out with their show closer, Hangman, and hopefully we'll hear a little bit of Natalie, Michelle, and company. So thanks very much for listening. Catch you on the flip side.